When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back, run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. Jackson. This is the end. The correct uh, Auburn Arena time is 9.26. You got late night Crow, late night Chief, no Ryan, no full intro. The S stands for skipping this episode, I guess. Uh, but we are here not to uh, not to just bury the team, but to praise them. Yeah. This, uh, as you, if you don't know, again, I always assume there's somebody out there who gets all their Auburn information from this podcast. Well, yeah, the Dutch. Yeah, <laughs> the Dutch. Speaking of which, massive classicer. Ix. Oh yeah, with the yeah man. If you if you if you need something to watch now that sports are over, uh, the Dutch Eredivisie is fantastic. But really, only like two or three clubs. Yeah, yeah, really right. <laughs> right. But Ajax is having a great great. Feyenoord is the uh, is the other good club from the Netherlands, and they play every year in a game called Der Klassiker. Um, it is kind of the big tilt there in in the netherlands there's there's no phrase uh none more dutch than der classiker the classiker yeah classiker which is funny because i think that i, I want to say that the, the what's german it? One? yeah what's the, the german, german one Balfa, Bifau bay dortmund versus uh and schalke and and dortmund and uh uh, Byron. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Is it okay. Schalke in Dortmund is like something like the Ruhr Derby because it's about the region. The yeah, Ruhr, it's the, the Ruhr, 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 Derby. Ruhr Derby. Yeah. Yeah. Because yes. it is the river. Feyenoord is in, I want to say, Rotterdam. It is a uh, another massive, massive club there in the Netherlands. Ajax got to win. We're saying, we're talking about the Dutch Eredivisie guys because we do have a, a very odd <laughs> contingent of listeners from the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah. Um, this isn't just uh, the normal me and Crow no. uh, wasting time. We we actually do have a yeah a hop, hop. small maybe our uh, highest percentage outside the U.S. listenership uh, can't, has at one point come from from the Netherlands. Oh, for sure. And I and I want to say it's it has obviously not because we talk about the Eredivisie or. Feyenoord in Rotterdam, but it's because Orange is in our name, and they yes. are the Orange. Their yeah. their national soccer team is. Yeah. I do love the idea that they thought that there was a podcast in the United States about the Dutch national team in yeah. English. Maybe there is one day. Maybe, maybe this is it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh. we, our Orange and Blue Tigers, lost to. Um, Lost to the Miami Hurricanes, which is just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
the full disclosure, I was uh, I was actually doubly upset by this because I'm like, wow, now more reason for Auburn fans to hate my beloved Hurricanes. Um, although I've never been, you know, huge into my basketball because mostly they've stomped for all of yeah. time. Uh, uh, they haven't recently though. I don't know if any if people know that they've they've been pretty good under uh, Larinaga. Uh, uh, better. I mean, they've made the tournament a few times. They I, I want to say they were a two seed a few years ago. They were pretty good. They always uh, seem to be the team they were last night too. A giant uh, killer. They're always a giant killer. Please. They're always a team with scrappy guards that if you if the referees are not are going to let them play, yeah, will force a ton of turnovers. And make some shots. They're always a super athletic South Florida team, and yeah, yeah just well, and yeah, sucks. this was just a bunch of veterans too. I mean, they were all fourth and fifth year seniors. Yeah, like the the whole everybody that played basically, um, and and not scared of anybody. No, it's like they built the whole team out of Zepp Jasper. <laughs> I mean, I really generally, it's what I thought during the game. I was like, this is like what you would have you at three Zepp Jaspers. I mean, they, they were extremely tenacious. Uh, they are not a good defensive team, and yet they played better defense than I think almost anybody ever played against this all year. Well, night. he said the, their coach basically said after the game they installed a new defense last summer or something. Like after a pretty embarrassing loss, they installed this yeah. new defense. And then – Today really, or against yeah. Miami, against Auburn, they actually did it to perfection. Yeah. So well, uh, it's part of that just to just hack the hell, crap out of everyone that comes near the lane. Right. I mean, I really honestly do think that's that it's part of it. Uh, well, and they and, trap. They trap tenaciously. Yeah, that was the trap. That I mean, was the I, main they thing. They had to have seen um, how much trouble the the trap on our point guards gave us uh in some of these later games too a&m did it uh, a good bit and um tennessee did it obviously uh but that that trap right as you come across half court um even though they're not big i they were still bigger than some of our guards which doesn't doesn't help they were doubling jabari at like all times which is smart um fouling everybody inside and you know that we may come on to this later um i think that there is a bit to this game being called differently than any game we've played before more or less this year um and I, i mean they were definitely fouling us but even if you call half of those fouls they're still keeping us from scoring half of our points by just just being yep. physical inside um and unfortunately uh walker just couldn't sh- shake it off somehow. yeah um and it's a bummer well walker was com- jabari had a bad game right. walker might as well not have come yeah and it, that's what's so bad like walker might as well not have gotten off the bus well and that was an interesting thing that miami did miami Really took Jabari out of the game in the first half. In the second half, Jabari, I mean, Jabari ended up with a double double. <laughs> yeah, and like a crazy like uh, other. I mean, a lot like of twelve sp- rebounds. Yeah, yeah like, career I, high we in rebounds. We were looking at rebounds and we're like, this can't be right because we had a ton of rebounds in this yeah. game. Because a lot uh, of missed shots. Uh, 
but uh, yeah, I mean, he had, it was like uh, what 10, 12, and like seven or something. Yeah, he had, he had a ton of steals and he had a ton of a good amount of number of blocks. He had some assists. He basically he had, just had a bad shooting game. He just had a bad shooting game. And really, not as horrible as you thought in the second half. It's <laughs> well, just in the first half he had a horrible shooting game. Yeah. Couldn't they, hit anything. They kind of took Jabari out of the game. They completely eliminated Walker Kessler. And well, I think but, you could also look at it as that was their strategy. Because you and I have talked about that before where it's like, right. if Walker gets in foul trouble early, usually Auburn has a poor game. Right. But it wasn't like, I mean, he, was, he had two fouls early, but that was yeah. it. In the first half, real early and just basically didn't play the first half because of that. And then, I mean, when he was in there, they were neutralizing him because they kept pulling him out of the lane. I mean, and he went, and then he went zero for six. Yeah, from the field. I mean, he didn't make a single shot, and he shoots his shots from a foot away. Yeah, it was uh, pretty lousy. It was really, it was tough. I, I mean, everybody listening to this. Uh, I, I'm assuming. Well, again, maybe you did. You, you're listening from Holland, and, yeah. And uh, you don't know what happened. It was. Uh, it was. It was tough. It was a real tough pill to swallow because I, I was sitting there watching this. I moved down, um, probably around uh, 12 minutes. I moved down to like better seats than we had even, and. Uh, I was sitting there, and I, I had a real good view of the lane, um, and you could just see the frustration on the guys' faces. Um, it, it really, it became a thing where they, I think they, they lost the battle in their heads before they actually lost the battle on the, on the court. Um, and I mean. It's hard to blame them because it, it. I mean, it was it was frustrating. It was a, a really frustrating game to watch, and I think it would have been a very frustrating game to play in as well. Yeah, because um, they were. It, Auburn was not, is not used to playing in games that are that physical, and you've got to be able to play those because there's going to be games like that. And then also, Auburn is not used to nobody being hot enough to get you back in the game. Like yeah. normally. When Auburn got down, because Auburn had been down by 15 in the game before. Yeah, oh yeah, easily. But Jabari or somebody, or Wendell or KD, somebody... Hit that shot. Hits a three, ends the other team's run, and then starts a run of their own. Like Wendell and, Green and on a number of occasions was a one-man, five-man, five-point swing. Right. We, but, and we kind of, we did that at, in the last in the first seven half. minutes of the first half. Yeah. We, got, we, we dug our way back in it, and I, I do wonder what the halftime conversation was like because it I, i'm almost wondering if it was a, all right you, we got this we got this like refocusing on anything we just play our game we'll be fine nothing and changed then, adjustment why they didn't adjust yeah. at all yeah and i think that maybe i i almost think that having the success we did late in the first quarter sort of ruined the second half for us because we didn't we didn't think about the changes that maybe we should have made um not i don't know we did make the change where Jalen was playing the five Jalen had an unbelievable game Jalen had a great game uh played the, he was our mvp of this game um, and bruce after the game said he can't wait to build the whole team around Jalen next yeah. year which yeah 
is interesting because it echoes a bit of what he said after last season. <laughs> right. After last season, he basically was like, yeah, Jalen's our best player. Yeah. And then Jalen didn't get to play much this year because we signed the two best big men we've ever had. Right. So maybe uh, maybe Bruce is hinting at he doesn't expect us to sign another big man coming in yeah, for next year, I, and we need to I mean, be prepared for Jalen. I'm okay with Jalen at the five. And, I'm okay and, with Jalen on the court a lot. He does yeah. good basketball things. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'm fine with it. It, it makes me really kind of wonder, and and maybe this is just no way we could have done this because Jabari may not have wanted to do this. But you play Jabari at the two and have Jalen at the four. I don't think Jabari's good enough ball handler to play two. Well, I, mean, I love I mean, Jabari. I'm the biggest pro Jabari guy in the world. I I 100% agree, but Bryce Brown, not really the greatest ball handler. Um, Yeah, but Bryce could create a little bit more. He definitely could. I said this last night in the Slack during the game, was that Jabari's only downfall is that he – it's like having – it's like being down in football and your best player is a transcendent wide receiver. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. we got you name it. Well, we got to get him the ball, and like, if we yeah. if we can't figure out a way to get him the ball, Seth Williams or whoever, you could put me out there. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I guess I'm kind of thinking more of uh, as far as being a two, uh, him being like a Tayshawn Prince, just a yeah. guy who just sits there in the corner and you just throw it to him. Only he's even better at defense uh, than. The thing I would think about him as a two is that maybe, maybe Bruce would have called some action of him running off of screens. Because he, like... Right, he's great. He's good at it. And at no point in this Miami game did you really see them running flex action to get Jabari an open catch-and-shoot three. That really didn't exist. Yeah. He had a couple of opportunities, and it didn't really happen. I wonder if a little bit of it is, is, well, he's... freshman you don't want to throw too much at him like like if he were a, a sophomore or junior you could have him work at the two and the four or the three he's not really a three because like you said he's not you know his handle is he's actually uh, more i would say he's more four five than he is three four yeah i i i agree with that um just yeah, it, it, that that is his 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 one glaring weakness is that is that handle, um, and I you know I don't think that losses the game here. No, uh, we not having anyone else that can uh, that, that has the size needed mm-hmm. to, to get to the rack. That that if you had told me though, if you had told me going into the game. Yeah, that Jalen Williams would have double figure scoring. Oh, I, I would have thought, oh, we're, we killed him. That we had a really good, a really good Wendell Green game, and a really yeah. good KD Johnson game. And we didn't turn the ball over. No, we turned the ball over a ton. We turned the ball over thirteen times. It was horrible. Uh, well, it, okay, we turned the ball over like seven times to start the game in the, like the first five yeah. minutes, and then Wendell didn't then turn was, the ball over much. Right. It, I don't. I think we turned it over twice in the second half, though. That's what's incredible. That's when they blew the doors off. Yeah, we had thirteen turnovers. We, yeah, they they, they had six. Yeah. No, they but, had four. Yeah. My fault. They had four turnovers. They turned the ball over four times. And they didn't hit any threes, dude. They barely yeah. shot better than us. Yeah, they went twenty percent from three. 
If you told me all the numbers, Bro, they went twenty percent from three, and we went nineteen percent from yeah, three. Yeah. So if you told me all these numbers, I would have thought, oh, we, we killed them. We bashed their brains in. Jaylen you get twelve Williams from Jalen Williams, eleven yeah. from Wendell Green, and twelve from Katie Johnson. You're like, oh man, this is a, this is a yeah. brutalization. But then you're like, Over. oh, you got two from Walker Kessler, and they came from the line. Yeah, you got zero from Dylan Cardwell. Yeah, you got Dylan played some pretty good defense. He did play good game. defense. Uh, uh, you got five. De- Devin Cambridge had a decent game. It's all right. He had his four rebounds. I mean, yeah, he had more rebounds than Dylan Cardwell. Dylan didn't play many minutes, though. No, he didn't. He, he, he played really... 12 minutes. Although Devin only played 14 minutes. Yeah. Well, it's because Bruce in the second half, the, the only adjustment he really made was Jalen's playing. Not five. subbing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, Jabari played every minute. Like, yeah. We are he, putting these was, five guys out. Yeah. And he said after the game, his real, his only regret is he didn't start those five in yeah. the second half. He said he yeah. started his same five from the first half. And if he could do it again, he would have started. It would have been Jalen, Jabari, Wendell, Zepp, and Katie Johnson. Yeah. Just go small ball on them. They're small. Um, oh, man. It's a, it sucks so bad because this team. And I like, know. It, we want to talk about there are people out there who want to, like, blame this team or get mad. Number one, it's really, really hard yep. to win six basketball games against six different teams from most of the time different conferences who you've never played before and really your coaching staff has had like one like one two days to scout like there's not a lot of scouting that's getting get done in the tournament you're not going to put a lot of stuff in that's tough it's a tough conditions for basketball well i i think i think a good way just just an auburn way to look at it is i think when people think about that 19 team they're th- they think about it I think they conflate them with the team the year before that that won the conference during the season. But yeah. that team wasn't great during conference play. Um, but they just got hot, and, and that doesn't make them not good just getting hot. But they, they got hot at the right time. I mean, they were always a good team. So that that's yeah. really all it takes in the tournament is to be a good team. And you can do good things, but being a good team or even a great team doesn't guarantee that you're going to go through. Uh, I mean, our, at this point now, our, the two best Auburn teams have not made it past the Sweet 16. Well, look, look, put it this way. who The best coach in the history of the sport, coach pe- people say it's Coach Gay. It's actually John Wooden. But people well, say it's yeah. Coach Gay. And he's been to... 14 he's been to 12 final fours he's been to 12 final fours he's been their coach since 1980 yeah yeah, he's been coaching for like 80 years he's been the coach at duke (laughs) since 1980 Uh, the place where they get all the best talent i always have the whole time he's been there um and he's only been to 12 in 40 years 42 years yeah i mean it it's it's tough to win games in the tournament. Very, uh, it, and I I don't want anybody to think this is us making excuses. This it's just this that's the way it is. I mean, yeah. Kentucky that Kentucky team is better than 
almost every team in this in this tournament, but they lost to St. Peter's because they lost to St. Peter's. Yeah. Um, and Auburn lost to a – we didn't lose to a 15 seed. We lost to a fairly hot coming into this tournament Miami team who had just beaten Duke, right? No, yeah. that was North Carolina. No, they've beaten Duke. They've beaten North yeah. Carolina. North Carolina had just beaten Duke. Yeah. But, yeah, they they beat Duke. They've beat Duke this season. They've beat North Carolina. I want to say they, they said the only um, North Carolina team they hadn't beaten was NC State or something like that. But they had like a really good uh, – they have a really good record against the state of North Carolina this year, which is, you know, not a half bad yeah. thing to do. And they have a good coach. A good coach has been around for a million years. Um, they have a, a veteran-laden team, which, which helps you in this tournament. Even if they had not played in a tournament, just having older guys that have been around helps. I and went. Auburn, I went against my my instinct of of the tournament is always to yeah. pick guards. Yeah, guards always old, old, old guards. Old, if you've got a great guard versus great guard matchup, I'm going with the older guys. Over the, the only over, time it's really whatever. not been the case was the O3 Syracuse team, right? And that's because they had the other rule, which is if you have the best player in the tournament, you usually have a really good yeah. chance. Yeah. So I was like, okay, Auburn looks the most like this 03 Syracuse team. But yeah. Syracuse didn't play guards like Miami has. Yeah. They, they had great experienced guards um, that knew what they were doing. And, and guys that have been playing for the same coach for a while, we had exactly one starter that played for this coach before this year. <laughs> so, mm. uh, you know, and, and again, um, down the stretch, of course, these guys aren't like Jabari's not a freshman anymore, really. He's 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 been through the fires, but it's still one game and you're done. And um, I, I really where I think that kind of experience comes from is you you know what to do. Yeah. You know not to get down. And these guys definitely look like they they were just down because after- like. It's. Would you pick Miami in a best of seven against Auburn? No, Absolutely I, not. No. But that's not what this is. That's not the NBA. No, this is they got to play one time in a, yeah. in Greenville, South Carolina. Yep. In front of I mean, was it sold out? Uh no. Yeah, I was gonna say in front of a not sold out crowd. No, it 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 was about half empty when the game started. I'd yeah. say that's what the tournament um, is. First weekend of the tournament is yeah. You're playing in a half-empty arena, not close to your home. And the crowd turned on Auburn pretty quick. By the second half, the crowd was cheering against Auburn. The crowd Uh, will always cheer for the underdog at the first weekend games. Always. And, and, well, there was also – there's a lot of Duke and, for some reason, other random ACC school fans there. Yeah, people just go because it's in town. And then they were just all cheering for – for Miami, which mm-hmm. baffled me. I, I just couldn't understand. There's this whole, there's chance of ACC going on. Uh, I, I, this whole conference pride thing is, is so foreign to me. Well, this is the thing is that people here think that we have it because of the SEC chant. The SEC chant was right. the original. Right. It is. And so everyone thinks that we have this conference pride, but what, and I think people do. I think there's some people that, but do, not, yeah. Auburn fans. <laughs> the, the, students, the students started doing it during when we were beating Oklahoma, and I was just like, I don't, guys, 
I don't care about anybody else. I think that was more of a because Oklahoma was joining the SEC. Oh, like, it was like a welcome to the SEC. Sure, you're getting your nose rubbed in it. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. This, but I really want to talk more about the season as a whole. Like, yeah, no, let, we're we're uh, just, because let's, let's dive into how awesome this team was. Yeah, <laughs> again, like we said, it's hard to win in March. You can't take you can't take whether the season is a dis- the season is a disappointment right. or not based on one right. game in March. I mean, we won the freaking conference. You won the con- we won the all conference. on our own. Yeah, like that. That's it. We're the, we're the only ones that get to hang a banner for for the 2021-22 season. Yeah, and 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 that's that's the grind, man. Like we they ground that out. They nineteen straight wins games in a row. I would say people are like, yeah, Auburn got the number one ranking, and then that was the problem. Like, no. Here's here's what I want to say about that. In 03, Auburn football got another number one preseason ranking and then blew it. Mm-hmm. And everyone looks at it as a disappointment. But what actually, in my mind, what that did, a preseason number one ranking for Auburn football made Auburn football like I was a little I was a kid in Texas. Mm-hmm. No one I knew in high school in my class was going to Auburn. No one in my on my football team cared about Auburn football. But all of a sudden Auburn was a team people were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, I was a freshman at Auburn. Went undefeated. And went undefeated. And all those people from my high school still knew what Auburn was, and it actually like paid attention a little bit more. Right. So getting an number one ranking is all of a sudden this, Auburn could be number one. So like yeah. in the future, when Auburn has a really good team, it won't be surprising to anybody when Auburn's ranked number one. Exactly. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Auburn's been number one before. Yeah. It doesn't shock. Look at Gonzaga. Gonzaga, when we were kids, was yeah. this Cinderella team that came out of this they, weird conference and never they had, had not. Yeah. They had not been to the tournament in in some time when that the year that they made the run to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Um, and then they've basically been a perennial tournament team during the Sweet since. Sixteen every single year now. Yeah, and they went from they were like a Miami or even I mean they were they're not even a power five they're mid major they were a bunch of guys who couldn't get power five offers yeah who would scrap it out to now they're signing every year now they seem to have an NBA first rounder yeah and and they're in the middle of nowhere they're in Spokane it, well it's it's also it's probably pretty appealing to go play for them because you're not like you can go you can be you know, in a college workout program, be part of a college team and not get just absolutely chewed up every week like like you would in well, uh, a, a, a bigger conference. And it used to be that no one went and played for them because they were never on TV until yeah, the tournament. but now they are. But now because they got a number one ranking at some point and made it yeah. to a Final Four, they're on TV and people go play for them. So Auburn, by ever being number one, there are kids in Memphis, kids in Atlanta, kids – who otherwise might not ever have gone to play for Auburn, who think, oh, yeah, Auburn could be number one. Yeah. They know what that looks like for Auburn to be number one. They've seen it. So, like, miss me with that. Like, that was not any – there's nothing but good that comes from being number one. It's not like we immediately lost. We won – we were number one for two straight weeks. Right. I mean, (laughs) uh, you know, maybe there was a little bit of, I don't know, foot off the pedal happening there, but I don't – 
think we yeah, just we didn't hit... win. We didn't win thirty games in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, we won we, nineteen. Uh, we, uh, you know, we hit the meat of our schedule where we were playing some really tough away games. Nobody, um, nobody goes undefeated in this sport. Like, no, it happens once every thirty years, something like that. Like, no one goes undefeated. Uh, didn't Villanova almost do it? Uh, Villanova almost did it. That's right. They lost the yeah. tournament that year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking up wire to wire. Keep talking. I'm looking up wire to wire okay. undefeated uh, team. God, that Virginia team that we lost to wasn't undefeated, were they? No. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it just it's it's hard to do. It's it's a tough sport because you're you're playing twice a week for three months. And it, it it's a grind. Um, it hasn't go. happened since '76 when Bobby Knight did it in Indiana. There we go. Um, and I mean, most of the time you see, uh, you you'll see Villanova, your Villanovas with like one loss, uh, maybe a Duke with two every now and then, um, like making it into the tournament. But most of the time. Three losses, four losses is is where everybody's at when they hit the tournament. Mostly because you have to play a hard schedule to to get your your now, uh, ratings. Up. Gonzaga lost last year in the championship game, and they were undefeated. That was, that's right. That's right. Kentucky lost in 2015 in the tournament, and they were undefeated. Yeah, um, and they both lost in the final four. But here's and both those both those teams were amazing. Awesome. Oh, 2015 Kentucky sent multiple, multiple dudes in the NBA, that are still playing in the NBA. Uh, Gonzaga just happened to run into the, just the total freaking juggernaut that put them in a sack and beat them with baseball bats and that. Yeah, Gonzaga, <laughs> that Baylor team. Actually, I thought about that Baylor team because awesome. I was like, that Baylor team was like if this Miami team was full of oh, first God. round draft picks. Like they yeah, played yeah. a they very would, similar style just, of ball. Yeah, they would destroy this Auburn team. That Baylor team. They would have ground Auburn down. Because if they would have slowed the game down, yeah, Davion Mitchell oh, would have slowed this game and down. And what did they have? Yeah, yeah, they had experienced guards, but uh, really good ones. So yeah, NBA quality experienced guards. Yeah, here's the list of undefeated. In this case, you're a trivia buff. The first team to ever do is Bill Russell's '55, '56 San Francisco Dons. Then very next year, North Carolina did it. Went 32 and 0. Then it didn't happen again until 63-64 when UCLA did it. Then UCLA did it again in 66-67. Then UCLA did it again in 71-72 and then again in 72-73. So unless you're UCLA, you have to – like UCLA who at the time was signing the five best players in America every single year. Yeah, yeah. Including were, a guy yeah. that they had to change the rules of the sport for in Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Yeah. You're not going undefeated. Like Yeah. So I mean, yes, we're one, gonna one lose of those, games. One of those had one of the greatest players to ever play the game and Bill Russell on it too. That's what, that's what right. you, you didn't point out in the San Francisco Dots. Yeah. And uh, I think that last one, I wanna say the last team to do it, that that Indiana team was Isaiah Thomas's Indiana team. No, it wasn't that. I mean, is that uh, right? Yeah. Maybe if you have an NBA Hall of Famer uh, or uh, icon. Have you been listening to that? Did you listen to, to some? I haven't listened to that. Yeah, I haven't listened out? to that one yet. It's Jackie. So I like uh, Jackie. I love Jackie McMullen, and it's it's great. Uh, but yeah, um, it, I mean, it's just to, to expect to go undefeated is 
insane. I, I don't know if there are that many people that expected to go undefeated. Um, and to expect to hold on to that number one ranking. No. I mean, there are a lot of good teams out there. Like, it's just it's not something that happens. It's fine. Um, this team stands on their own. Without that number one ranking, without without even hanging a banner, this, this team is one of the, the more fun teams to ever watch, that I've ever watched play. Um, it, it has the greatest shooter I'll ever, ever see, um, outside of a, the professional game in Jabari Smith. I mean, the, the dude's shot is, it's perfect. Yeah. Like it is the perfect jump shot. Um, and I, I'll, I mean, I'm never going to forget that. Um, and despite how it ended, uh, I also will never forget that dunk at the end of the JSU game, which was amazing. I'll never forget the one against Yale. And I know these are against teams that aren't that great, but that's, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. It's still a fun dunk and a game. Um, his intensity, uh, the way he played defense, which almost nobody talks about, uh, was fun. what about the way that he in some of our losses almost like yeah. multiple times in some of he's our like, losses no, 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 made no, no. it seem like wait he's just gonna make four threes in a row yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna win this game <laughs> yeah um I, I mean the dude the dude is a is a he's i, I can't imagine having a player that good again <laughs> it, it's it's they they come along so I mean especially for Auburn uh, we were looking earlier at the, the top 10 recruits that we've had here um, and almost all of them have come under Bruce so mm-hmm. uh, outside of Vought and one other real sad story that we may uh, talk about there may be an off season deep dive yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean I just it, not not even the fact that he is the highest rated recruit we've ever had. It's just six ten, and, and could shoot like that. Like I don't, I just can't imagine. And Auburn's going to be that. better because he came because he will get his like Adam yeah. Silver will shake his hand and say his name either first or second. Yeah. In the NBA draft, put a hat on his head with the NBA team, and every time he gets announced, it will say. Six foot ten from Auburn University, Jabari Smith. Yep. And kids are gonna watch that and then come play at Auburn. And and I don't care if you're a we need less one and done guys and more four year guys. Great, those four year guys will sign with Auburn because Jabari came here too. Yeah. And so will the one and done kids. Well, I I mean I just think there's I think there's a market because Jabari was not projected to be the a first round, you know, the, the the number one pick no. coming out of high school. He was projected just, to be a top ten pick. Right. Like everyone thought he was a one and done kid. Right. But not the top pick. No, he wasn't yet. Yeah, it was always Chet or Paulo. And now you only unless unless Duke wins a national championship, I doubt it's, not it's gonna be Paulo. Yeah. And I like Paulo's I, game a lot. He's just not he's a he's a not as good version of Jabari. Yeah. Um I, I you know this is a, now a trend. Like, I, I, if Bruce can't sell this about himself, then then uh, he can't sell anything. But I know Bruce is a great salesman. He's taken Chumo Kiki, who was four star, but not you know, yeah. 
nobody was beating down his door to say, hey, come play for us in the NBA. 16th pick in the draft. He He's taking Isaac Okoro. People who, didn't even think he was a one-and-done kid. No, no, no. Uh, and he's... Uh, he was a lottery pick. He was the fifth number, pick number, in the draft. Fifth pick in the draft. Tied, tied our highest pick ever in Charles Barkley. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's right. And and now, um, in this is this will be the third in four years of these guys that he's taken. I mean, and Sharif got drafted too. And J T. Thor was not a one and done kid. That's right. JT he reclassified, Thor. came early, and yeah, still and went pro. Eight, Eighteen years old went pro. Um, so I mean, this is this is something Bruce can sell, but now he's going to have maybe the number one pick in the draft on, on, on his mantle. There. Not to mention the guys like Samir Downey, Jared Harper, or Bryce, who are all playing professional basketball yeah, in make, some capacity. Horace yeah. Spencer. Those guys are all playing basketball professionally. And most of those guys outside of Horace, who is one of our highest recruits ever, yeah. were not recruited at the level that guys who play professionally were recruited. Yeah. And basketball is a funny sport in that there aren't a lot of those stories. Like, I feel like there's a lot more in football, the kid who was a two-star who polished himself up and now is right playing yeah. in the NFL. Basketball well, doesn't and, have a lot of those. And that happens a lot because guy, in football, you're not – like, guys aren't leaving after a year. You have to be there three years. And in football, so there aren't – a lot of times – There's no – There's no camps, no AAU tournament where – all the NBA teams have known about you since you were 12 years old. Yeah, like, exactly. Everyone knew who Jabari was when he was 16. It wasn't think, like it was a secret. I think there's that's like a well. I I have my whole. These kids are over evaluated at this point to the point where guys like like Wendell Green Jr. is at Auburn because he he played for not a great AAU club, yeah. and so no one saw him. I, I I have a lot of issues with, with how that system works. Oh, it's a disaster. And, we- and, and I, I think now, I, I think it's, you know, it's long been a problem in, at high schools where the, the high school coach will evaluate a kid too young, decide he's not any good, and then just write him off. Yeah. And I think that's got to be happening at AAU as well. In that. Well, and not only that, like, I, I would say it goes as far as the only reason why the United States still consistently wins gold medals is population size. It has nothing to do with the fact that we have the best grassroots basketball program. We don't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, most countries are doing a better job at player development than we are. Yeah. It, it, the only the only reason it's much different than soccer is because, well, one, it's a, a smaller smaller uh, team. team. Um, so you don't need to fill as many spots. But also uh, – it's just popular here. Population, it's, yeah. People are playing it. Yeah, the talent pool is gigantic in American basketball. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you could probably uh, put together a pretty good squad just out of Atlanta for our national team. You would win so, a national championship <laughs> in men's college basketball if you just recruited the top ten players from Atlanta every single year. Don't don't tell Mike White that. <laughs> don't tell Mike White. That's Bruce's plan. He's uh, like, if I can just uh, sign Atlanta. But yeah, Jabari's just—I mean, I, I can't—I can't say enough about the guy, and and I am sad that his career as an Auburn Tiger ended there, the way it did, um, and, and that, that Bruce did pull him towards the end to kind of get him a, 
uh, mm-hmm. kind of an ovation, but people were so down, and I had people had already started leaving that there there wasn't really much much crowd celebration of him, which was sad to me. Um, it, it was really sad that that was the way he went out. Um, but I I think this kid, like he's had nothing but good things to say about Auburn. Um, I think if you're writing him off because he's only going to have been at Auburn one year, um, as not as somehow not an Auburn man or something like that, um, I, I I just I don't think that's right at all. No, it's um, ridiculous. I, I, like Sharif uh, and and Isaac both like seem to love Auburn just as much as anybody else does. I mean, uh, Isaac still wears Auburn stuff. Like, I mean, just because he was here a year, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't like that. That kind of attitude. That yeah. Thinking because a person's only here a year, because you went four years and got your your piece of paper that that they're not, you know, as touched by this place as you are. Uh, I just think that's wrong. Because again, the guys like that guy could have gone anywhere. Yeah, could have gone anywhere. School in America. And he chose. He chose to come here. Like that's the thing. Right. It's like. It's like <laughs> trying to act like uh, because uh, it's like if the hot chick picks picks you, yeah. Uh, well, you just like reject them because you feel like that they're only here for uh, what uh, your uh, looks. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the analogy I'm trying to make here, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's a silly thing to think. Um, no, it's it's true. It's like. Yeah, it really uh, is let me like say this. people. Think, it's like people who live in the United States who are, in some way, they were born here, and right. they somehow find themselves to be better than people who chose to come here. Right. Sure. Exactly. Um, well, you can Jabari, do anything. You were just Jabari, born here. Um, if, if you somehow think, well, he—if you're thinking is he got paid to come here, right? Okay, maybe he did. Guarantee you, there's a lot of other places offering him a lot more money than Auburn did. Yeah, um, or similar money at least, or similar money at least. So uh, we're not a Nike school; we're an Under Armour school, and nobody wants to go to an Under Armour school. So uh, <laughs> the fact that he chose us uh, over all these others is, is something great. And you know what? I bet that uh, Final Four run had a pretty good impact on old Jabari. Again, because you see a team do something, and you yep. can go, you know what? I can imagine myself playing for Auburn in the Final Four. Because I've seen somebody do it, which again is why that team is so special. Because they did yep. something that nobody, they did something nobody had ever expected Auburn to do. And I would say this team, the number one ranking in the AP poll matters because this team did something that nobody has ever seen Auburn do. Yep. Yep. We've I seen agree. we've seen Auburn win SEC championships. Well, they, they, to the point they, now where fans aren't like. They aren't satisfied with that, which is kind of a weird. Like we are in a weird place where losing in the round of thirty-two is a disappointment. Yeah, we're in that spot where we had a team where anything less than cutting down the nets in New Orleans, yeah, would have been a disappointing season. Which is yeah. also which is a really cool place to be. It's a cool I mean, place it hurts. It does, but it's really cool. It could be a lot I, worse. We could be Georgia I, fans. I think. I, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I think that's a great point. I, I think it is – you're well within your rights to be, be disappointed by, by what happened. But to think that this season somehow 
it was ruined or uh, a failure or anything like that. I just I, I think that's the wrong wrong kind of thing because we got to see a lot of fun basketball this year. We saw Walker Kessler get two triple doubles with blocks. Yeah, dude. dude, almost three. Almost three. Almost which, one in the tournament. Yeah. Which there's only been like five ever in the tournament or something. Walker crazy. Kessler was – there was a stretch there where it was like, well, this dude's going to get nine blocks a game. Like, yeah, he's unplayable. It was I, I unreal. Thought, I really honestly thought he was just playing himself into a lottery pick like because I think he was at the time. At one point he had. At one point he was a projected top 16 pick. Yeah. Um, I don't think and, he currently is, but I think had he kept making threes, he would have been. Yeah, been. right. Right. Um, but, yeah, Walker, I mean, that's that's another guy. Like, And, and coming in, I, I was excited about him because I wanted us to sign him the first time around, and then mm-hmm. Roy came in and, and scooped him. And, and you know, at the time, and we're probably still at that point, if you offer a guy, if a guy gets an offer from North Carolina over Auburn, you just kind of expect them to take it. Like, there's still, that's still a much, they got a lot of history up there. Roy's sure. not the coach there anymore, right. so maybe maybe it's a little different. And Hubie Davis um, thought blew a 25-point lead to Baylor. Boy, boy he did. Um, and, and Duke's the same way. I think even after Kay leaves, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard to tarnish, tarnish that Duke reputation. Um, even Kentucky. It's it's hard to imagine someone's – well, now it's actually not that hard to imagine somebody wanting to play at Auburn. No, um, that's, that's the thing because now Auburn is – Auburn's now gone from Isaac Okora was a flash in the pan to yeah. wait, this team is consistently putting guys in the first round. Like, yep. Consistently putting guys in the like Chumo Kiki, Isaac Okoro, and now Jabari. It's three out of the last four NBA drafts. We've got a guy in the first round. And we had two guys in the second round a lot. At the right. Moment, that one in the middle. So I mean, which is not that that in itself is impressive. We weren't putting dudes in, in the, the draft, draft at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> um I mean, we went to the Final Four and didn't put any of those guys in the draft. Yeah, just Chuma. Yeah, which yeah, he, yeah, he didn't even play in the Final Four. Well, yeah, he didn't play in the Final Four. You're right. He, now he did become uh, a god during the, the late, late run, so which sort of is why he got drafted like that. Um, but yeah, uh, a guy like Walker Kessler uh, again didn't have to come here. He could have stayed with that North Carolina team. Um, or could have gone to play for Tom Green for his dad and his uncles at alma mater. And he uh, and he would say he came to Auburn partly because Jabari came to Auburn. Yeah, he wanted and, to come play with Jabari. And that's one of the reasons why you recruit kids like Jabari, because yeah. it gets you kids like Walker. Guys want to come play with him. And, um, and then you can sell that to guys like Zepp and guys like Wynn. Like, Auburn was in a – I remember we were on this podcast last year, and we were talking about how – we were in a rough spot at the point guard position because yeah. Sharif declared. When Sharif declared, it was, wait, we don't have a backup point guard. Because when Sharif yeah, because, was hurt, we realized that. Yeah, because Turbo had already uh, transferred out. Turbo uh, transferred out. Jamal Johnson didn't look like he was going to be the answer. He ended up transferring uh, out too. And Flan had played a lot of point during the season. But he'd gotten he was, hurt. He tore, his AC, he tore his Achilles tendon. Yeah, right. Right. Well, not he hadn't torn it yet. Well, that's he didn't right. Tear that until right before uh, his practice started. That's basically. right. So we 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 were sitting here going, "What is Bruce going to do?" 
and turn around, he, he signed two guys that weren't perfect players but could flat out play. And yeah. and and I mean, gave, one of the best defenders I've ever seen. One of the best defenders I've ever seen. One of the guys that would be the most annoying player to play against in the history I of basketball. I hate to play against. Good lord. And, oh, and then you know what he would, he would be perfect in that Miami. Miami. Yeah, yeah, dude. Again, like they built the whole team out of Zeb Jasper. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, and Wendell Green, a kid who has zero quit to his detriment, yeah. and sometimes, yeah. Him and Katie Johnson both have that same of, well, if it's gonna, what is the, uh, there's a saying, in Israel, if it is to be, it begins with me. That is the Katie Johnson mantra. I like that. I like if it that. is to be, it begins with me. And I like that. the Katie Johnson and and Wendell Green, every so often, think they're back playing in some small high school gym, and they're the and best they're just, player on the team, yeah, and they've got to yeah. make it happen, or they're going to lose. Yeah. And every like against Miami, Katie Johnson did it four straight trips on the court. It was yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to win this game, and he got us back in the first half. Yeah, got us back in. And that's not the first time this year. He sa- he saved our he and Wendell both saved our bacon more than once. Oh yeah, this I this mean, year again the one game everyone puts on Wendell is that Arkansas game. But Wendell went on a five zero run by himself <laughs> to tie the game. Like he got us. The game was tied because of Wendell. Yeah, I those guys. Um, I mean, they they were a lot of fun to watch. The, we get them and, next and it, year. And we'll get we'll get them back next year. I don't I don't see any reason why either one of them would leave. Um, they, I mean, KD already said he's ready to run it back next year. So, and Zep has said he's earlier in the year he's said he was staying already. So, I, although today he's he's tweeting at haters about well <laughs> again, and I've said this at our Slack a million times. He is the number one player on the team. I don't pick a fight with is Zep Jasper. Yeah, why, like, why would you? Why would you no try chance. To go with that guy? Um, no yeah, chance. Th- these guys are gonna gonna come back, and we're gonna have a chance to see them again. And and I'm I'm happy for that. Um, I, I, Dylan Carlo gonna be back. Dylan Devin Carlo. Cambridge just, gonna be back. Just getting this experience in the tournament too is is gonna go a long way. And we and we, I, that's my brother and I talked about that at watching the game last night. Is that you could tell? I want to say Jalen Williams had this bit of. The tournament had been robbed of him his freshman yeah. year. Yeah. And then they didn't make it last year. So he's one right. of the only guys on the team that's played in for three Auburn teams, and this is his only Auburn tournament team. Him playing in Dev, yeah. So to him, it's like, wait a minute. This doesn't. This is not guaranteed that yeah. we're going to be here again next year in the round of 32. And he played his butt off. And, and I think getting him tournament experience is great. And you know, obviously, I wish it that freshman. That I really think that freshman team, that twenty twenty team, was special. Yeah, that's that that that. Oh man, I'm more bummed that that team didn't get to play in uh, the tournament than I am that this team lost the other night. I thought oh, about for that sure. earlier today. Oh, for I'm sure, me too. That's a good point. Because that. that that team was just veterans and and a bunch of young guys coming off the bench, and uh, it would have been so much fun. But that's that's what gives me hope for this team because we're, we're going to have at least five guys that played a lot of minutes this year mm-hmm. coming back on this team uh, six really now that i think about it uh that have now gone through this they've also it's just a bunch of dudes that don't quit 
yesterday was the first time that it, it I don't think they quit. They just like couldn't do it. Like right. Like mentally, they, Miami just broke them yesterday. Yeah. That's what happened. And these are guys that that just didn't happen to this year. Before this, our worst loss was six points, I think, and that was yeah. to UConn in double overtime. In double overtime. Um, like that's got to make people happy. Like when you think about it. I mean, I'm excited, y'all. And I I know every player on this team, including Jabari, including Walker, wishes they could just start now, playing yeah. again. Yeah. And. and and that that's why when I think Jabari says I haven't made up my mind, the dude's going, but I think in his mind it's still the next game. He mm-hmm. wants he wants to win with this team. And and I think that's the case every time you ask one of these guys that at the end of the season. Um it it's just it's gotta be eating at them all today. And I, I really I just I just hope they all know how much uh, most most fans have appreciated this season. Um, I mean, they they hung a banner. Like, yeah, every single one of them is an SEC champion. Yeah. Um. Uh. And there's just not there's not a lot of those at, at Auburn um, in basketball. So no. I, and Auburn will 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 lose most likely to off this yeah. team. Yeah, we, we, we Walker and, and Jabari. And I would say that's going to be it. Like, I mean, maybe some guys transfer out because they want playing time, but I really don't I'm, know who that would be. I'm unless, figuring at least two probably go. Um, yeah, I don't want to speculate on transfers. Yeah, I, I do really think – I want to say that I'm excited about the Chance Westry era, and I think it might be an era because I don't think – I think I, I've seen him projected as a second-round pick – so he might yeah. he might not go after his well, freshman year. But he's a six that. six he's a six six two who doesn't shoot threes but drives to the basket and dunks a lot. But the, oh, exactly what we freaking right. needed all year. Uh, although we got to add some three point shooters. I, I think uh, if we want to talk about the things that we we lacked, um, KD. I mean, KD and Wendell can shoot the three, but it's not. It's not at a. It's not high, consistent. Yeah, it's not consistent. Jabari's our only consistently good shooter on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, you really need at least two, um, and that hurt us. Um, It'd been nice if Justin Powell had not transferred. Well, and actually been good. Yeah, good in the conference in conference play. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, at one point, I was so desperate. I, I thought, God, if only uh, Jamal Johnson had just stayed. I mean, honestly, honestly. Like, it, it got pooped on when I no. said it, but the dude could shoot. They could shoot threes. There were times <laughs> where we just needed somebody that could shoot a three. Just throw a warm body in there. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Chance Westry's very exciting. He'll be our fourth highest rated recruit ever, uh, sandwiched between Mustafa Heron and Isaac Okoro. Yep. Um, and, uh, it, I mean, it's it's very exciting. I would I'd like my ideal thing is a team of consisting of like seven dudes that are all there, you know, between sophomores and seniors. Yeah. And then like one dude that's just there to be there two years and just 
year two, let's let's run it all the way to wherever the final four is that year. Yeah, um, and that that that's my my ideal makeup of a team. But you know, when you have a chance to have Jabari Smith, Walker Kessler uh, on the same team, you you take it. You take uh, it. You don't ask questions. Right. Um, and and I think I mean we did what we needed. We brought in some guards. Uh, I mean, Katie's a playmaker. Mm-hmm. And Zepp's a great defender. He's he's a good ball handler. Um, Wendell is a gamer, man. He he can knock down shots. Uh, he's made some crazy passes this year. Um, I mean, we brought in guys to put around these dudes to, to get them where they need to get. But as we discussed earlier, in the tournament, you can do everything right mm-hmm. all year long. Mm-hmm. And just that one game will get you. I mean, look at if you were to say who's what's Coach K's most talented team, it would have been the team that did not make the Final Four the year that yeah. we did. Yep, it was a, uh, one of the best players that's ever played college basketball. Yeah, and, uh, they had three first round draft picks. I yep. want to say all three in the top and all three in the lottery. Yeah, I think they're all lottery picks. The number one overall pick, a guy who broke the record for player efficiency rating and college basketball <laughs> Zion and yeah. and a guy that and, and a coach that's and a coach has been there before like been there before many times great coach the record I believe for most final four uh, games won with 13 and I think you just you can't take it for granted you cannot think oh we've got the best players we're gonna go to the national championship I'll I'll worry about having fun then. Yeah, you gotta have fun. You while it's gotta happening. have fun while it's happening because it could <laughs> it could end with a lot. Like this is a game in which a ninety foot heave as time expires you. can beat you and uh, end yeah. your season. Yeah. That that's what this game is. This is a game that can end on a fluke. I like honestly, I'm glad that our game didn't end like that, and I'm glad that it didn't end on. Some like BS call, same like like our Final Four game. I mean, you just got beat. It got beat. It happened. Yeah, got punched in the mouth and got beat. And game plan didn't adjust as much as it could have. Bruce didn't call a timeout the second half. It was very bizarre timeout management by Bruce. But those kinds of things are things that he will learn. Like everyone got a little bit more experience with this team. Um, We lose our two best players. And you just have to bounce it back. Come back next year. We're not. I'm as. I am yeah. as. I'm more down in the dumps about the football team than I am about. Oh yeah. Bas- the basketball loss. Look, that's for the, sure. Bruce. I don't think the rest of the time Bruce is here that we will not make the term. I just don't think. Um, what What happened last year when we self imposed a sure. postseason ban, but also. It was we were reaping the rewards of having imposed a recruiting ban mm-hmm. uh, at that point. Well, and I, I Chief, just, we would have won the SEC tournament last year. Well, They're lucky true. we didn't we didn't go. That's right. That's right. And then we would have exactly. gone to the tournament. That's right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah, I mean, I just I don't think that we're going to find ourselves in that situation. Transfer portal helps with that a bit. Um, I, I think the rules on that may be changing or something. Yeah, but, but who knows? Uh, yeah, but who knows exactly? Um, it's this is look. We 
can be mad about not making Sweet 16s after we've made about four or five tournaments in a row. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I understand that maybe that just seems like I'm being stupid because I, I, there will be people listening to this that did not suffer through uh, the long drought that we had. And they'll think that that's kind of a stupid bar to, to hold. But you can't take making the tournament and having good seasons for granted. Um, uh, mm-hmm. a, a good season is making the tournament. It's not. It's not even winning the conference title, and we won the conference title this year, um, wire to wire. Uh, so I, I just, I know it hurt. It hurts. That loss hurts. It's going to hurt for a while, and I will. Most of us, everybody listening, uh, anybody that watched it yesterday, will always remember it. Like we're always going to remember losing that game. It'll be something that gets brought up all the time. Yeah. Um, Until the but, next one. But I hope most people remember the fun parts of the season more than that loss. Yeah. I really do. Um, uh, just KD and Jabari just talking massive amounts of trash every game. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget Jabari talking trash to Jim Beheim. It's going to be the uh, the greatest uh, uh, one of my greatest memories of this team. Uh, uh, <laughs> KD in the tournament, mm-hmm. knocking down a three and looking at our bench and saying, "I'm back, bitch." It's, it's incredible. It's just so it's so funny. He's going to be the, one of my favorite players in the history of the school. Eventually, yeah. like when he leaves. He'll be one of my favorite players to I, ever play at Auburn. I think everyone loved that Final Four team because they, those are guys that they stuck with and people that had gotten in and kind of on the ground floor with mm-hmm. Bruce and got they they all came up together. I mean, I, I wrote a whole thing about it when they were all done. Um, but those, but 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 Jared left early. Yeah, Jared left early. Jared left early. Chuma left early. Yep. Um, Only guy who didn't was Bryce. And, and, I mean, maybe you have some reservations about some of these guys being mercenaries and transferring it. Okay, whatever, but they, they've they just been really fun to play. And I, right now, now I'm becoming self-conscious that I'm being like creating some straw man that hates these yeah, people. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I, I just – I'm worried that people won't appreciate this team for, for what it is and, and how much fun it was. Um, I, like I never – Last night was really the first time that I was not having fun watching this team. Right. Um, and and that point did not come until about seven minutes left in the game, really. Yeah. That That's when I was like, man, I'm not having fun. And <laughs> you could tell they weren't having fun. It was, it was tough. And ultimately, when you lose a game to end the season, that's how it's always going to be. Um, and, and guess what? Auburn has never won the tournament, so they've never ended the season on a win. Yeah. Um, the, in which they made the tournament. Yeah. I'm sure that they've ended the season on a win where they didn't. Right. The and that's uh, where, that's what I was trying to say earlier. It's like, we've entered into a realm of we're a good enough program where we're going to end seasons on losses. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like we're a good enough program where we're going to end seasons on bitter, disappointing losses. Guess you, what? Guess, guess who does that? Teams in the tournament. That's it. Almost every team every year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's the season on a loss. One team gets to say, we had an awesome year. 
And that's a lousy place to be because we had an awesome year this year. And we didn't put confetti. We didn't we didn't get to cut nets down in New Orleans. We don't have a parade. Yeah. But we get to raise a banner. It it sucks because we were all I'm very proud of of the Auburn fan base. Because to the bitter end, uh, even when we started struggling and it, 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 it the signs were there that we were not good enough to go all the way. Um, I, it, we stayed talking about meeting up in New Orleans, going to New Orleans, yeah, doing this in New Orleans. Um, and, and I'm, I'm really proud of the, the people that I've interacted with anyway, of, of believing that we, we could be there. Yeah. Um, because that, I mean, the team was good enough to get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Miami's in the Sweet 16. They're not a better team than us uh, overall. They didn't win. They didn't even come close to winning the ACC. Uh, it, you know, it's it just is what it is. Uh, basketball is a fun sport. It's my favorite sport. And college basketball just happens to choose maybe the worst way to decide who's the best team in the country ever. But the <laughs> most fun way. But the mo- absolute most bonkers fun. I. It's. I don't want to talk. We're doing. We're working through it here. I don't want mm-hmm. to think about basketball for a while, but I'll be right back into it on Thursday. Yeah, because I, I I love this tournament so much. Um, and, and the double-edged sword of Auburn being good is that it does taint the tournament for me. Like last yeah. year, I just wasn't as into it because we just weren't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, it, you know, when you lose in the tournament, it's like, oh god, I don't want to watch these other teams. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's where I am. I don't know if I'll watch next week. I'll probably watch the next week. But yeah, I don't know if I'll watch this. Yeah. I can't watch Miami play, I don't think. Well, guys, we've done, an, we've done an hour on this. If you've been on this journey with us, thanks for peacocking along with us. You are not part of the problem. You're part of the solution. <laughs> the peacock solution. That that's, sounds a little... <laughs> I don't want to sell peacock uh, solution. It, well... Yeah, when you end a a slogan with solution, it really draws. Yeah, some. not the final peacock solution. <laughs> just like yeah, yeah. just a solution to the problem, which is yeah. being sad. Just being sad. Look, go outside. Look, think about it this way: I'm saving a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I'm thinking about it. Think uh, about this way: I, you got so much time to watch Dutch league soccer. I get to spend time with my family. Yeah. My wife is, I'm not abandoning my wife to my two children. Yeah. She asked off work. Now we got time together. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, All right, Chief, I'll see you. We might take a couple weeks off of the pod, though. But yeah. we'll see how that works. We might have something special to throw up on the, the uh, yeah. thing for you, but yeah. And we, we will probably start our off-season deep dives on random random topics whenever we get back. Yeah. We're not, uh, we're not abandoning baseball. Um, or or women's goes. soccer, or women's soccer, and I'm sure Ryan will make us do an eight-day episode. <sighs> All right, you guys have Keep a war eagle weekend. Keep on cocking. <laughs>